0: and welcome to Michael and Ivanka's Grand Podcast. A weekly rescue from coronavirus anxiety as we bring you such positive energy and such optimism into your lives. Because you know me, I'm always saying optimistic stuff. Me, My name's Michael Forrest.
1: And I'm Ivanka Magic.
0: And this week we're going to talk about how wonderfully adaptive we are to change. Such as You know, new
1: glasses. (laughs) Is that that your... That's
0: my first example. That's
1: your first example. Do we adapt to new glasses? I have to say, mine did used to make me feel woozy, but now I'm like, (laughs) can't deal without them.
0: I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, there's this, like, disease thing going around that's, you know, it seems like it's having a bit of an effect.
1: Well, I think it's forcing people to sort of rethink a little bit you know how they do their shopping and stuff
0: (laughs) adapting to queues adapting to have to queue for a supermarket
1: at gaps of two metres yes
0: Um, adapting to adding crosses on the floor
1: so adapting to having to quickly fashion a face mask Out of the first aid kit in your car because the shop won't let you in without one on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting. (laughs) That's what happened to me today. And a MacGyvering.
0: So that's a subtopic is MacGyvering equipment.
1: (laughs) It is, yes. Oh, I've done a lot of MacGyvering. Growing more things. Mm. Um, Adapting to not being able to to think before you shop for things because it's going to be a lot of bother to go and get them. So, you know, you've got to think about whether you really, really want it. The enormous, enormous explosion of people making sourdough bread.
0: Yeah, I've noticed that the, uh, all the flipping sh- flowers gone in all the shops, though. So, a bit selfish, you bread makers. It's a bit weird. <laughs> not being in the UK at the moment is, I think, it's quite
1: odd. Oh, this is the most not in the UK i felt.
0: Right, well.
1: Don't, you know, like I, I generally work on UK time, work with UK people, work on a UK business, work for UK businesses. So, everything's very UK centric, except my shopping which seems to be a very different shopping experience for me where I walk into a shop and have whatever I want and then I leave the (laughs) shop (laughs) and I come back again tomorrow.
0: (laughs) Yes, well, that's a forgotten, a long distant memory. Right, let's play this bloody intro music. So I was thinking, I wonder how my friend Ivanka is. So I called her up on Facetime. Uh, So and she fiddled about with the microphone for a little bit, and we had a little chat. And then I said, "How's it going?" And this is what she said: (laughs) Uh, "It's going very well, thank you, Michael,
1: for asking." In such a she was
0: initially a bit taken back by the style in which I asked the question, but soon I let her carry on.
1: Um. Yes. So today, today was a big day in our house. Why? We got a weekly pass and we were allowed, no, a once a week pass, which permits us to leave the village.
0: We don't have any of that sort of nonsense in London yet.
1: The confines of our village. We left it today and we went to things like the pharmacy. Because uh, we don't have one in the village, which is a bit annoying because uh, whatchamacallit season, pollen season is upon us. So I had to go and get some antihistamine because I have not stockpiled antihistamine. Uh, and implying that I've stockpiled other things, not true. Apart from the kids' vitamins, that's a different story. Anyway, then, uh, so we had a permit, so we went, to the, we went to the pharmacy, we went to the big supermarket, it was very exciting. And we went to the, what do you call it, timber yard, lumber yard. That Wood. Went to buy wood to make things with.
0: What What are you making?
1: Shelves. Nick's made all manner of things. He's made shelves. He's made seating. He's made staircases. He's made, he's awfully busy in Corona land.
0: I'm feeling very inadequate hearing all that. (laughs) Inadequate about my woodworking skills.
1: He's uh, he's gone a bit. Sounds work. impressive. Crazy, it is. It is. So anyway, we went. We had to, but he's run out of materials, and I don't know how we're going to survive confinement if he runs out of materials to make things. Slip. So, uh, so yes. So we did that today. That was big, exciting news. Uh, I also went to the garden centre, which I understand mm. have closed in the United Kingdom. We've of great britain and northern ireland
0: <laughs> so is it like if you're allowed you get your pass and then it's just like i'm just gonna shop until i drop i'm gonna well, buy no, everything I, I think
1: the the builders are still it's a builder's yard so right. it's
0: not really a, uh, okay, a the
1: centre, yeah, okay the gardening center
0: sorry okay the gardening
1: right. well no 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 the builder's yard is one place the garden center is more like where your farmers go to buy big sacks of i don't know you know like grains. whatever fertilizers and grains and seeds and what have you so it's a bit more they not grow quite, the
0: grains don't they Sorry, I'm just... Uh, well, you still
1: need <laughs> grain for seed to grow the grains. So, yeah, yeah um, the
0: grain from the previous grain. You know, in Minecraft, you can get the grain from the grass and then use that to grow other things. It's well,
1: completely- this is a, this is, we could do a, an episode on genetically modified plants and seeds and we could discuss that. Because uh, whilst that does work often and should, sometimes it does not. Uh, and then we can go into big Monsanto conspiracies. But again... Different podcast hey, episode. Let's keep it but, light, but let's keep it
0: positive, let's keep it I about shopping. T-
1: I turned up to buy some compost and uh, some courgette seeds because I went through all my seeds and I did not have courgettes and I'm not sure that I can survive a summer without courgettes <laughs> growing in the garden. So, but then I arrived and you had to walk in wearing gloves and a mask and I was like, yeah. I've resisted the whole mask thing, you know, till now. <laughs> Uh, and so I had to scramble around the van trying to find something that could be a mask. And then I remembered I had a first aid kit, which one mm. was legally required to have in one's van, which had gloves and a big piece of bandage that I fashioned into a face mask.
0: Well, good work. There
1: you go. So I was quite pleased. That's uh, it. That's the end of my shopping story. How are you, Michael.
0: I'm well. I, I just put a picture on Instagram of me in one of my novelty face masks, which uh, is all I have. But I'm not really... I'm, I sort of thought I'd put them on as... put it on as sort of a gesture, bec- still, even though knowing it actually isn't going to do anything. I mean, assuming I haven't got the virus. I don't think I have. I don't know how I can have got it, really. Um, but I'm, I'm doing... Um, I'm having quite a nice time. I just <laughs> London's nice at the moment. Um, well, Yeah. I'm making money for the first time in (laughs) nine months. (laughs) And um, I just, uh, yeah, still just enjoying the disaster capitalist life and uh, just spending a lot of time. I'm just in full, like, PR and marketing mode at the moment. There's a lot of, like, knock-on things. So I want to do this new video series about how to track your happiness against how much money you've got or how much, you know, all these different factors, how exercise, all those things, and use a spreadsheet And and I was like, I think that's going to be a good series. But then I want to, I made the video, but it's like, okay, now I need a, well, I spent like three days trying to animate a paper crane being folded in a 3D bag. I thought last week after we finished the podcast, I was like, I'm just going to do something fun and try and like animate a paper thing happening. And then just, it just got a bit dark as I couldn't figure out how to get this thing to work. It took me about 15 runs at it to get it to work. But actually now it's done and it looks really good. But yeah, so, I needed the top and tail for the video, and then I did the video, and then it's like, well, now I need a call to action. I don't want the call to action to be by the app because they say that that's, you know, interest does not go straight to purchase. You've got to kind of do the other steps in between. So, I need my mailing list. So, to do my mailing list, I should do it nice by having a thing if you, that you get for free if you sign up for the mailing list. Oh, what could that be? Oh, maybe I could adapt my, my user guide for the old version of happiness that had all the stuff about thinking er- errors into a new ebook and then make that the thing that you get if you sign up for my mailing list. And then I'll create the autoresponders that Dave by day kind of contact people as they think and introduce them to the story and introduce them to the idea and keep feed, drip feeding them little bits of information and I can't do that until I've set up an email server and so I've got to adapt the website, I've got to adapt the app I've got to adapt the, the book I've got to write this other thing I've got to, and I've got to um, upload the video to YouTube and finish that and edit that and record that and figure out production values for that and just I just want to put a video out and it's uh, exhausted. a lot of exhausting side effects to it I've only had one and a half, two and a half coffees today, and the second one wasn't even that strong. So I'm just feeling like. like
1: You've had about 5,000 coffees.
0: I'm just. I I just feel like myself. I just feel like I don't have to. I just. I'm just who I am. So I'm just like, there's no like compromises at the moment, apart from obviously I've got a queue to get into a supermarket.
1: And you can't see anyone.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't seeing anyone anyway, so who cares? (laughs) Can.
1: to say that to some extent i'm personally in a very similar situation to you where now nobody bats an eyelid when i say uh, i'm in croatia at the moment it doesn't actually matter they're Mm. there because everybody's working remotely Mm. in fact i find myself far better set up than most people to work remotely um so you know i i i don't i think in different circumstances i would not have got the contract that i just got Yeah. Uh, But because they don't know when they're all going to be allowed back in the office, it makes no difference. So. um, So, yes, I think I am in many ways benefiting from that. Uh, And and, you know, Restaurants Brighton is having to adapt. And I think it will, you know, there's a chance it will come out of it better
0: because Mm.
1: we'll have forced to think differently and do different things. So I am a little bit with you on the adapting. And I think Mm -hmm. it's nice that more people are joining us on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly you know, it's like you know there's like we could have done this years ago but we didn't have to and so we didn't or you couldn't be bothered um uh, so we ha- hello and welcome to the internet <laughs> this is what yes. it was invented for <laughs> is isn't it, it brilliant works. this is yeah. how it works enjoy I
0: just think we were just we were all Getting into giant pieces of metal and shipping ourselves off and having to stand up next to someone's sweaty armpits. And now you can just like stay in your pants, turn off your FaceTime, turn off your camera if you're on Zoom. I have to say, I don't don't trust people that don't turn on their camera.
1: No, I mean, I, I think it's there at least sense. good etiquette to say hello and then say my internet connection's not very really good. I'm going to turn off my yeah. my camera. Um, I personally, that is one thing that I find a little bit, there's quite a lot of people going, oh, it's going to be really bad having to go back to wearing trousers that haven't got elasticated waists. I'm like, I still dress for work. Yeah, me <laughs> I too. Have, you know, I still, you know, get get ready for work. I start at a particular time, like there's yeah. a... Different different outfits. I'm, I don't garden in my work clothes and I don't work in my gardening clothes. Mm. You know, there's like... Because obviously those are my two activities. <laughs> gardening and working. Cooking I can do in either gardening clothes or working clothes.
0: Yeah. I like you call them <laughs> gardening clothes. I call it chilling gear. We have our chilling gear. But that's for like indoors, oh, no, uncontaminated yeah. by the outside world. So that's yeah. different to gardening clothes, which would be a separate... they can be allowed the, to get a bit muddy. I, I've always sort of just worn... My main clothes, and it's only since uh, living with Sharon that I've sort of ha- introduced that elasticated waistband evening <laughs> costume change. I can never be bothered to do it, and have, just having to take my shoes off as well—like it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's a change, but it's a nice one. It's nice to sort of mm. feel like you can just, you know, cuddle Punch. up and get yeah. And it also uh, but, yeah, punctuates
1: the end of the day, doesn't it? So like, yes, exactly. You more. should you
0: yeah. need to you need to be like ideally you need to be wearing your shoes while you're working at all times. I agree, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so none of this sitting around in pants and we, we no, don't we I don't, don't approve not. of this. Okay, so adapting to change. People I think people get really this is one of the core concepts of something that I've been interested in for ages, which is this thing that what we imagine, when we imagine a change, we think everything's going to be so terribly different. We can't imagine what's going to be afterwards. We imagine everything's just going to... After the apocalypse, everything's just going to be terrible. Probably after the apocalypse, there'll be loads of stuff that we like and we'll get used to a yeah, lot yeah. of it. And actually now we're sort of after some apocalypses in a way, like you could the financial crash and there's, there's various things that have happened that we have just sort of like gradually got used to and we get used to stuff so quickly Uh, and that's why when trump got elected my first concern was that people would get used to it too quickly
1: yeah 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 i literally just wrote down so i didn't forget to say people also get used to bad stuff which is what we need to guard against yes we must always guard against getting used to bad things yeah no no
0: bad things you need to constantly (laughs) be mindful of whether or not Something is is a positive or a negative, and if you see a lot of negative things, then you got to act on it and make a change. Um, but yeah, we're 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 thrown into this thing, and it's and uh, there's teething problems. That's all, you know. It's always a bit of teething.
1: That's true. Yeah. So I think the teething problems in in this particular instance are exacerbated by the actual disease factor that's forcing it. But if mm. we ignore that bit for a minute the the actual being forced to stay home and rethink how you do the things that uh that you normally do outside of the home is a a really i'm really enjoying this experiment design experiment we're (laughs) all involved with you know it changes doesn't it every like you you some bits you get used to and you you kind of start to enjoy uh, mm. I think you know the lack of noise like my my mum 's flat one of her big comments is how quiet her flat is now because she 's mm. quite near a big uh, main artery into Brighton mm. um, I, lots of people taking photos and commenting on the lack of air pollution oh. that kind of thing you know these are nice things to get used to yeah. and and we need, you know the, there 's a question of whether it 's they're worth what they used to give us. <laughs> yeah,
0: Do you know what I mean, I mean like, we've been we've been tuning into this Venice webcam. Like uh, just by default, we just seem to be putting the TV onto the Venice webcam, and all that, There's hardly any people, and all the water's this sort of clear green color. It's sort of like really nice. And it, you just didn't used to be able to see anything. No. It was just canal dirt before. Gunt,
1: yeah, it is. My, I mean, you know, it's like is that ability to go into an office and eat google food you know is it worth the air pollution of getting anyone to the office
0: yeah i
1: don't know you know i mean we've i I think both you and i have been quite you know lucky or unlucky i don't know what the question what the the word is to work in offices where there's like you know coffees and teas and drinks and snacks Mm. and fruit boxes and all these kind of things that are designed to keep you there for as long as possible um and and i do like So we've had this particular experience of offices, and where we've been able to go. I don't like this desk; it's very uncomfortable, and (laughs) I need more whiteboards and way, you know, (laughs) you know, be be demanding. Um, But even with all that, it's like, you know, how much am I missing out on?
0: So, like, compared to being able to just, like, cook... Like, sometimes you get so used to eating out of a small plastic box every day, which is like, (laughs) that'll do, and you sort of get used to that. And then that that sort of time that you make your own lunch, and you're like, oh, I could just put the stuff I like in this and just (laughs) not have to, like, look at 5,000 things I don't want before I know what I'm going to have for lunch. It's like, oh, no, no, put some chilli in there, put some this, some little, like, fry up some little... Fake sausages. I'm going to get that in MS.
1: We're finding as well that we're doing, um there's not that much snacking going on in our house. Hmm. I don't know what I, you know, maybe it's, uh maybe, I don't know. I mean, but then we've worked at home for so long now that there's none of that drift downstairs, open the fridge, find that it's still got all the same stuff in it had <laughs> half an hour ago. I, I would love door.
0: to hear from people like, Have people been finding themselves losing a bit of weight? Because I have been consistently, like, at least half a kilo under my target weight for, like, the last two weeks without really concentrating on it. I've been eating ice cream a bit. I've been eating some fruit, some snacks and stuff. Uh, My dad just lost a stone, which he's really happy about. It's like, is there something like... I don't know. I wonder if there's a sort of wider thing of people getting a bit healthier because they're not sort of, like, eating their feelings all day long because they're in some sort of horrible sick building surrounded by stressful influences
1: again what's changed for us in that regard but yeah for the last two or three weeks i've been i think i've seen i've seen a kilo decrease in my weight mm. but and then randomly one day it just went all back on again why why does that happen michael
0: i i think um, <laughs> do you know i think part of i think part of it for me i don't know it does like suddenly go like my the, the app that i it goes um Oh, you've maintained a steady weight. With a
1: tiny little gain of 0.1 kilograms. Or if you
0: put on a kilo, it goes... Tracking your weight every day can help you stay on track. (laughs) We've got the same scales. (laughs) Yeah,
1: patronising scales. (laughs) Well, you know, you you know, if they
0: put you put on zero point two kilograms, you'd be like, destroy notifications. Um, I think. I think food suddenly being there's a bit of scarcity to food probably is making a difference to it because you sort of think twice before. You sort of go, oh, I've got a queue at the supermarket market to get more of these crisps. I should make them last. I mean, that's probably oh, yeah. the main factor. There
1: might, there might. Well, I think, well, my sister, who has got two teenagers in the house in this kind of like, um, and they're other people's children. So she's especially responsible for making sure they eat well. But she's like, you know, this is the box of these snack bars that you all like that we've got. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to get another one. So, <laughs> how many can we have a day? And how long are they going to last? You know, it's uh, like
0: like um, this obnoxious overabundance of everything, and this that we don't appreciate anything. Like, I'm really appreciating toilet paper now. <laughs> like, I really appreciated being able to Rose have a, ones. being able to just use. A little sheet of toilet paper without feeling guilty about it, like because we got um, like we went to yeah we've near, we still have the rose ones but I wait the big Waitrose we I've realised that if you go here's a pro tip for Londoners, um <laughs> if you go in a bit more central the supermarkets are sort of better stocked and easier to get into than if you go to the sort of like more um you know sort of slightly more out of town ones so I've been getting on my bike and going to like Edgware Road Waitrose and that's mm. um that was like really nicely stocked the only thing they didn't have was flour but they had the toilet paper again i was like Rah! and you know obviously your first instinct is to buy a nine roll or a 12 and i'm like no we need this is i buy four packs and yes as i said on instagram i would love a medal thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> but like it was really nice that day to come home and just go oh, i can i'm just gonna blow my nose <laughs> it's gonna be nice oh when everything's too easy it just you don't appreciate it so i mean there are so many benefits to a change like this and i'm getting a bit tired of hearing podcasts i'm listening to there's this um heavyweight podcast that i've been enjoying but they're they're sort of doing these like weekly covid catch-ups and they're all talking and the way they're sort of talking about this virus is like mean, it's not the bubonic plague you're not gonna die a horrible death it's for most people it's yes some people are gonna have a bad time but like stop talking like this is the end of the universe. It's like you're young and you're you're self-isolating. You're going to be fine. It's just a bit of inconvenience. And yeah, like your job situation is going to be tricky. But like, because everyone's job situation is tricky, you know, hopefully it's not as bad as if you were just on your own having... Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It just I, make, yeah. You hope it will make people just start to empathise with what about when something unexpected on this magnitude happens to someone and they're the only one
1: Yeah, yeah, around. yeah totally, totally. I mean, I, I have to say I'm finding that there's a... I, I agree with that. Um, uh, so uh, two two data points for this point. <laughs> one, a friend of mine um, commented, shared a, I did not watch the documentary, he shared a documentary about the Spanish flu, but he said you know he said i hadn't realized that it was so um uh, fatal it was mm. you know mo- me- when if you got it you could die very quickly like within hours it was that um mm. that virulent is that the right word so you know there was that there's also another friend of mine's making a documentary uh for for the television she shared with me a couple of things like uh, you know how bad swine flu was in you know in certain places or SARS Mm. they're like just because they didn't get to Or even Ebola, just because they didn't get to pandemic levels. They were just epidemics and they didn't affect us.
0: Yeah, and the way it spreads was different. Like The the genius of COVID-19 is that it is symptomless for a few days. And imagine if Ebola had been sneaky. Imagine if Ebola had been... Symptomless for a few days—that yeah. would have been it. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Done. Right. Uh, like, talk about adaptation. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the viruses are adapting, so we do we do have to watch out. We do have to be ready like, for stuff like this. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, certainly- and
1: that, that, yeah, on on a you know, forget the, the adapting part of the adapting is going. This is we can expect this to happen more. Hmm. These kind of uh, viruses coming from the animal world to the human world. Um, apparently. Uh, so therefore, you know, having maybe programmed into our lives that every three years there will be a period of isolation, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, or whatever it might be, or that, like, you know, so you're still having a forced period of reflection, whether yes. that's because you've been affected terribly, like, you know, have a bad employer who, but then I think society will punish those people cause, because you can't have that. Like, I think something like universal credit, applications in the first week of corona isolation or shutdown or lockdown, whatever they're calling it in England, was like 900,000 applicants in a week. Jesus. i read that somewhere i can't find where i don't know where i read it but the figure stuck in my head i'm sure like,
0: you'll uh, google that for me and send me the link very the link. efficiently after the end of this podcast <laughs> and i won't have to look at it in a panic no. on tuesday afternoon no, I'm I'm trying to where's release the
1: link to the thing I,
0: but, you know, I was it's it like, tuesday afternoon trying to release the podcast go ivanka where was that link and then like five hours later after i t- <laughs> get a reply from ivanka Thanks. Uh, I'm super
1: efficient. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, and sim- similar for the for the for the US um, welfare applications. It's sort of like you know, bimbles along mm. at a very steady speed, and suddenly it's gone. Whoo! More hockey mm. stick than the COVID um, mm. graph. Absolutely. That the that is that effect. The, there is that effect which is affecting a large number of people very negatively. Mm. That is one of the first adaptations we're going to have to make. We can't have millions of people get switched off being able to survive every three years just because we don't have a sort of a good enough safety net.
0: Should we just have like, a? shall I just make a little kind of uh, universal basic income jingle that we can just put in every yeah, single yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's
1: a good idea. Yes. <laughs>
0: Exactly an anthem, but I guess I'll have another go next
1: week. On the positive adaptations, yes, um, I think people are—you know—this whole like, oh, if we give people universal basic income, they'll just—they're dis- disincentivized to work. But I, I think people become like people are being inventive. If you yes. look at, I mean, like, Eilish, human if I look ingenuity
0: my... is incredible. <laughs> Everyone, when they imagine a disaster, they forget about the power of the human brain. The whole point of this species as we can adapt to our environment which is why we can live in the north pole and in the middle of the sahara desert maybe not the middle probably could if we wanted to probably if if wanted we're just to, brilliant afterwards. at that kind of thing it's the whole point of brains
1: <laughs> the, uh, but you know my facebook feed is loads more fun these days got you know baking attempts drawings animations 3d printed protection masks mm. um, you know people are just making stuff because what else are you going to do? <laughs> it's, like, it's like, actually, given the absence of the bullshit job, you actually start doing productive things. And, I, you know, I'm sure there's a fair amount of watching box sets and all that malarkey, but, you know, you're allowed to rest. Um, but I think there's just, I think the. The you know, the internet has become a bit nicer. Like you said the other day about, you know, going on Twitter and it's not too horrible. People are talking about nice things like knitting and baking.
0: <laughs> I have noticed a little <laughs> bit like, like since I said it, like as soon as you record an opinion, you start to notice all of the refutations Opposite of that was, opinion. Yeah. It's like, oh no, I recorded that opinion and now I'm like I did find <laughs> no, some wrong. find some stuff. Do you know what? I uh I, I tweeted this as well, but I do love how um TV has worse production values than a lot of YouTubers now like you I don't know if you have like the late night show you know cuz I sort of have the Seth Meyers thing and Stephen Colbert kind of come through my YouTube a lot and now they're stuck at home and doing these interviews with celebrities over Skype who haven't really got their proper makeup on and, it's, <laughs> and the sound is bad it's like <laughs> you're just people the magic is
1: gone it is quite funny as well to to like get going back to those of us who've being on the internet, or being being happily playing on the internet, and I'm not—I'm far from the nerdiest person playing on the internet. But you know, just if you're comfortable with it, it's it's just a very it's different um, interaction. And we got all the gear. <laughs> it's hmm. like I have webcam, have microphone, can do things on the internet hmm. uh, rather than just relying on the phone.
0: My uh, yes, um, let let my um, I want to I want to do a little um. I just want to say, pretend that earlier I said, my father, whose name is Richard, just lost a whole stone so that now I can start this next part. (laughs) So I got a notification on my watch today from my step and it started, Richard dead. And I thought, ah. And then it continued, chuffed, that he's lost a stone. And um, (laughs) I just wanted to go back to... um, It was like one of those uh, telegrams where you pay by the word. I thought I was getting one of those for a moment then, like my subconscious brain. But, um, you know, episode two of this podcast was death. And um, how we, you know, we're in... We talked about death of a way of life or death of a person, all these things that it's death is creative death is part of creativity and that's what the, and a change is a death of an old way of things being and a birth of a new way of things uh, progress is the loss of stuff that you used to be able to do and in the introduction of with, along with the new stuff that so yeah. um we've got this rapid we've got this sudden death of a way of life and we're just seeing <laughs> firsthand how sort of beautifully creative that can be
1: on the subject of creativity Mm. and sourdough yes i've I've found by doing some commenting on on the i've put in my household we make two kinds of bread Mm. for many years now we've been making our own very simple dried yeast based bread and now i make sourdough as well so Uh. i published my simple bread recipe and then somebody went oh you can't buy dried yeast in the uk at the moment and then somebody else came, well, here's a Twitter feed on how to make your own yeast.
0: Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm doing this week. Lovely. to uh, make my own yeast. I thought that was basically what sour, the sourdough starter well, was. Well, at least
1: that's, I agree, that is what I thought it was. Yeah. But I, so I'll, I shall report back next week after <laughs> yes, I've done my, my home science experiment. <laughs> okay. uh, you rinse unwashed fruit and keep the water, which is essentially the yeast off the skin of the fruit.
0: Right, okay, but it's it's weird. It's fungus, isn't it? Fungus. It is fungus. It's fantastic well, I mean, fungi. Or your
1: your your sourdough starter is just like a you know, it's just like a stinky. <laughs> Does
0: it just come out the mycelium gone off flower? The, the mycelium underneath, around everything, is just like sporing all all over everything. Anyway, it's brilliant. Um, I want to <laughs> I want to go and talk about something you sort of touched on earlier, which was. Um, Adaptation, in evolutionary terms, works best when, like, uh, but sexual reproduction is an invention where you cross-pollinate different attributes between different individuals and you create mm-hmm, a new one. Mm-hmm. And nature discovered a long time ago that that was quite a good way of doing things, quite a good way of adapting mm-hmm. to environments in a more efficient way. So what we're finding, I think it's really interesting what you said about how we're being forced to... Um, uh, adopt these new, like come up with new practices but when we go back to you know when this dies down we're going to now be basically cross-pollinate cross-pollinating those two different worlds all my digital offerings and my in-person mm-hmm. offerings and you're actually going to create something that's stronger
1: and i think that's a really so? good point yeah, if yeah, you can yeah. make
0: it through if you don't die in childbirth or whatever this analogy is (laughs) one of the one of the person people makes it to child to rearing age or whatever it is Uh, um as long as both strands can make it through you're going to have something a lot better Um, and that's exciting
1: yeah 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 and also you know i think also we're all being forced to reflect on loneliness and isolation. Mm. So, in many ways, because you're also seeing all these things of like pictures of people in their streets having social isolation cups of tea together, where they've mm. all put their chairs out f- out front of their houses, or there's st- you know yes. then on the, off that thread, I saw people going, I had a, I had a social distancing cocktail with my next door neighbour last night when both sat in our gardens or whatever. But mm. inevitably, instead of loneliness being something that is happens to those other people who are lonely. And yeah. are sad. Yes, uh, it's all of us. It's like yeah. you know, I'm I'm lucky enough to live in a house of three. I'm not suffering from loneliness, <laughs> but but the but you know, my neighbour he lives on his own. So we have a little chat. I got a bag of free almonds off his tree the other day because I <laughs> you know make a point of asking all of, all of shouting over the walls,
0: mm. asking
1: how everyone is. But you know, it's like a, um, I think all of these things, like you were saying earlier about that. You know, there's a few good things that can come out of this one is okay shit does happen and it could happen to absolutely anybody regardless of how clever and capable they are external factors can wipe your world away
0: yes meritocracy is a lie if anyone (laughs) does not see this now surely (laughs) then (laughs) then
1: and the second thing is like you know the we you cannot exist without other people you know they you, mm. it's this idea that you are that's a, yeah. you know you can like you can shore up your own position and you will be okay is a fallacy because mm. even if you want to stockpile away from your neighbors yeah. do you want to stockpile away from the nurse that's going to hold your mm. hand as you die of course <laughs> poor talent. nurse it's got all sorts going on but you know it's like you need these. You need all these people. I need. I still need the bins to be emptied at the yeah. end of my road. I need all of these things to happen, regardless. Also, um, I think
0: in cities, it's fostering that. Like, and just I wonder how this. And you just talked about it, but like I, I haven't felt it so much firsthand yet. But the, the the NHS clapping and hearing that around is sort of like opening up this sort of forgotten local connection because we're all used to just being able to go to the bit we go to work and that's where we do the connecting and then we come home yeah, and yeah. we ignore our neighbours and we I, yeah, I,
1: I, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I don't know what's i don't like it's really i don't know it, it's nice to connect to people nearer you a little bit more if i don't know if it's, london I'm is
1: particularly tricky i think i don't know I mean, that's the only really big city that i've lived in um but you know one of the reasons i went back to Brighton after I lived um, near you Mm. was like, when, you know, my back went and I realised that, Uh, all your friends and your socialising happens around your office and then everyone goes to their different bits of London. So if you're ill, you'll find that most of your friends have got to travel for about an hour and a half to help you. (laughs) So it's like you might as well go and live around the corner from your mum, was my personal uh, adaptation. But (laughs) you suddenly realise that you actually haven't got a clue who your neighbours are because Mm. you're never around to socialise with them at all. Um, whereas now, again, and so I think that is a positive aspect as well. Um, you've got to make do with the people close to you. Yeah, <laughs> which is... You it can't it's, it's be like, so picky.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it is true. And it's it's really easy to find things wrong with neighbours. For instance, I mean, case in point, last week's podcast episode was a nightmare of voices coming through the wall because of my uh, studio neighbour and yeah. our next door neighbour's a bit weird as well. But I think, like... It's like the way you sort of have to get used to people that you work with and then you are friends with them. Like, I mean, I sort of remember going to lunch once and, like, it was only Otto around. I was like, oh, I'm just going to go on my own. <laughs> and, uh, and then he was like, oh, you go going to lunch. And then, you know, I got to know him a bit and, I, and other people that I've worked with that maybe I was a little bit... Cause he had that moustache and that sort of... I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> can I just leave that in? Can I talk shit. Otto doesn't mind me talking shit about him. That's that's one of our things. Just seeing how hard we can go at each other with piss taking. But um, uh, like what you're forced to kind of hang around with someone a little yeah. bit more, and you sort of break through those initial preconceptions about what they're like, and actually kind of discover, you know, who yeah, they yeah, really yeah. are, and yeah. get to know them, and you realise, oh, you just really, really care about Terraria. Well, okay. <laughs> You know, um, I've got to know. I've got made some very good hipster friends by just being forced to work with them for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. So yeah, Um, yeah. something to learn there for sure. You better do it Oh, it's so so far from being all bad. Um, And I think this is going to make us... What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Good insight there from me.
1: That's my only little thing watching the news from the UK. It's like, if anything happens to anyone I care about,
0: Mm. current government,
1: I will never
0: forgive you. I mean, (laughs) to be fair, we weren't exactly on board with them in the first place and I think no. if we had known what to do to destroy them we would have done it by now so maybe just it's a strength but there were a lot of people still supporting them for whatever baffling reason but so that yeah. the hope is that democracy will work this out eventually yeah. socialism Walk. will prevail humanity will reemerge COVIDism. from this exploit we've been watching <laughs> We've been watching like uh, property porn on YouTube just like these tours, house tours of like 12 million dollar properties in the US. Or like we saw the one that was like t- a 200 million dollar estate in uh, somewhere. And um I've been sort of seeing through the eyes of people who have about a million times too much money <laughs> seeing what they're buying and it's like oh you've got a steam room and a they, uh, they've got like they they've got these houses with like eight Guest bedroom suites all overlooking the, the the lake, and and then there's like a lounge, but then there's like a man cave area. There's a panic room. There's a dining room. There's a library. There's a spa. There's a cottage down the hill. There's the, that's got all the same you know better facilities than in anyone's house. There's a helipad. There's a like the boat dock. There's there's all these things, and you and you just imagine someone trying to make them like. What well, you got all these rooms in? You're going to be in each one for like five minutes a year. <laughs> what, <do> you, <laughs> what are you doing with all this? Uh, you sort of uh, it was. It's a real insight into the insanity of the wealth inequality. That uh, my only point is: oh, Have you heard of universal basic income and not doing <laughs> and just bringing back socialism? In conclusion, f***ing cheer up. <laughs>
1: In conclusion, (laughs) hang on in there. Hang on in there. there, Hang on in there. You know, there's going to be some stuff that comes out of this
0: that's going to be good. It's going to be... I'm going to raise you good and bring in a great. Whoa. I'm going to raise you to great. That's my feeling on this. Let me try and get a good...
1: Oh, the God table sounds weird <laughs> It does, yeah We've got to stay positive because I think we're going to be living like this for a little while now Yeah, yeah so get used to like, it you know, Get used to this and get, get positive it,
0: about it Start no making
1: stop, start, start thinking about all the things you're not
0: missing And just for the love of God try transposing yourself back up 50 years and imagining what this would be like For the love of God You can talk to people with video <laughs> chats every day yeah. Like, come on It's not that bad. Oh, I imagine. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to grandpodcast.com. Subscribe. Find our Patreon button. (laughs) <laughs> Find our Patreon button. It now says and, and have you Patreon-us. seen patreon us. Have you seen I put a banner up? It says supported by good to hear. Restaurants Brighton and I, you. Now on our website, although now I'm worrying wow. that Restaurants Brighton is maybe not <laughs> I'm, it's gonna be alright. It's gonna be alright. It's
1: gonna be fine. No no no, I've still got don't you worry, I've still got yeah. still got lots of traffic. Um I am inventing things like you wouldn't believe.
0: Hmm. We had a we had a slightly to, to to not to interrupt the outro, but we we were having a conversation about what to get my sister for her birthday, which is coming up, and one mm. suggestion was, um, well, what about like a restaurant voucher, and and then. And I was like, I really like that idea because it's sort of like putting the money in the hands of the people that need it the most at the moment. The, you know, the sorts of businesses that are suffering the most is probably, I mean, the ones where, you know, they've lost a load of foot traffic. So like a restaurant voucher yep. would be good. And then my other sister went, yeah, well, you've got to kind of choose wisely in case they're not around after all of this. So it's, uh, it's, in, it's uh, but then that's a bit of a chicken yeah. and egg thing. That's a bit of a catch-22. Yeah, that's, that's so. a bit
1: of a, well, we've, we've got on restaurants Brighton a vouchers page. But that's for Brighton restaurants. Definitely sounds um,
0: like something that people could be doing. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. Businesses that can't operate right now get people vouchers for them so that they can use them in the future. And that sort of gives people yeah. a bit of cash flow in the short term.
1: And well, I think it's a nice its a nice gesture. You know, it, it is not, it's a practical, it's not even a gesture. It's not a gesture at yeah, all. It's, it's, it's actually like of your- practical assistance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah.
0: Get the money flowing. Um, what else? Where can people find you on the internet, Ivanka? Uh,
1: best place is at Ivanka on Twitter.
0: Ooh, nice. My I'm yeah. at Michael Forrest on Twitter. And you can find my apps and stuff at goodtohear.co.uk. Go there. Come and get my app. It's, it's going to help you track your happiness through this time. Stay tuned. Join my mailing list. I'll send you an ebook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm oh. a marketer
0: now. It's, uh, yeah, I, um... I don't mind it. I don't mind it.
1: It's got to be done. You've got to tell people about the thing.
0: I'm just looking back at my decades of work and... Thinking, just suddenly think like how little I have promoted anything I've done, and just going, I've just got, I'm sitting on a gold mine. I'm sitting on so much stuff that I just have to like package up for people and, and if, in the right way. So it's, yeah. Yeah. So come and see goodtohear.co.uk and find my stuff and go and buy some vouchers on restaurantsbrighton.co.uk. Yeah, do that. And uh, beyond that, uh, yeah, Patreon. Come to that. This is too many calls to action. Um, F it. Let's see. uh, I like to think that our audience is sophisticated enough to choose the call to
1: action that they would like to take.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, You can email us, hello at grandpodcast.com too. All right, take care, stay safe, uh, stay creative, don't get bored, be happy.
1: Stay safe and stay happy is my new email sign-off.
0: Yes, and we'll see you next week. Bye bye. 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 bye.